Welcome to a Heritage Christian Centre podcast. For more information, visit www.heritagecc.com.au. We hope this message blesses your life. So church, it is an absolute honour and privilege to be standing right here before you, to be sharing um, what God has put on my heart to um, share with you this morning. Um, I don't know about you, but the month of December for me was a holiday. And so I decided to spring clean my home, even though it was summer. Um, And I sort of wanted to know what I had, what I didn't have or had, um, and what I needed to throw out. Because when we moved into our new home a year and a bit ago, we still had boxes or things that I just hadn't sorted through from, you know, 30 years ago. Um, Because I'm a hoarder and I keep things from like... (laughs) I have a card from my teacher in year two, those sorts of things. Um, But I also had a room um, in my home which was called my dump room. Now, I don't know if anyone else has a dump room. Show of hands if you have a dump room or not. Yes, yes. So people would come over and it was great because I'd invite people over to force me to clean, but then I didn't have a home for things. And so I'm like, oh, where's this going to go? I'll just throw it in my dump room, which is supposed to be my study. Um, And it got to the point by the end of last year, because we got so busy, that you couldn't see the carpet. Um, So December was awesome for me because there is now carpet in my study. So I'm really, really happy. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I was really proud of myself. Um, Adulting's hard. So, but now that I've cleaned my room, my home, I'm now ready for 2021 and whatever 2021 will bring. So I'm preparing for this message. I was excited to share with you because, you know, it's a great honour. And then I realised it's the first Sunday of 2021. Oh, what am I going to bring? Pastor Errol shared last Sunday that this, that we would become our best ones in 2021, that we would come to a greater understanding of the fullness and the presence of God in our lives. So my prayer this morning is that each of us would be encouraged and that we would walk into this year with a fresh foundation, that clean carpet, so to speak, ready for what God has for each and every one of us. So before we continue, let's start with that blank slate, making room for what only God can do. So let's pray together. Holy Spirit, I thank You for this opportunity to share. God, I pray that these words that you've given me would just come into our hearts, that we would open up and to receive what you have for us. Maybe just one small thing that we can take and apply to our lives, that we would come to a greater understanding and a revelation of who you are in our lives. So I thank you for that. In your name, Jesus. Amen. So the title of my message this morning is Jesus declares. Won't you say that with me? Jesus declares. Awesome. So John chapter 10 is where I'm going to be reading from today. And I'm going to read from verses 7 to 10 in the New International Version. And it says this, Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. 
The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. What a powerful verse. I'd also love to read it this morning in the Passion Translation because as Jesus would with His parables, He'd read it again, um, say it again and paraphrase it. So I'd love to read this same Scriptures to you. It says, So Jesus went over it again. I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. All those who broke in before me are thieves who came to steal, but the sheep never listened to them. I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal and slaughter and destroy. But I have came to give you everything in abundance more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. And I believe those scriptures for us here and now today. In this passage, Jesus is directing his message and his meaning to the Pharisees. They had been given a great responsibility to be leaders and shepherds of Israel, which they failed to respect. They were only interested in themselves and not the people they were meant to be leading and caring for. So Jesus challenged them on their self-interest and then made declarations about who he was and what his interest was. And that was in his people, his sheep. And he explained later in a few verses later that it wasn't just his people, the Israelites, but for all people, Jew and Gentile alike, you and I. And he explains that he enables them and us to have a full life. So what are the declarations that Jesus made in these verses. Jesus declares, I am the gate. This declaration is actually the third I am statement that Jesus makes in the book of John. In total, Jesus declares I am seven times. And as many people know, the number seven is meaning of completeness and perfection. The very first time we see I am is actually recorded in Exodus 3 verse 14. It's when God said to Moses, I am who I am. And this is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. So this statement of I am is the name by which God calls himself. And it's that pivotal moment in redemptive history. God reveals Himself to His Israelites, His people. God reveals that He is there to redeem them out of exile, to lead them into that new life. God shares His name with His people. And it's a name that expresses His character as eternal and dependable, as faithful, above and beyond all created things. He is God. So then when Jesus declares, I am, he's applying this to himself. In doing so, he claims to be God, not a helper, not a great teacher or a presenter, but the divine. He is God's Israel. He is Israel's God, sorry. And he has life in himself and he also gives life to you and I. 
So when Jesus declared, I am, the Pharisees, they didn't like this. They knew by taking on, um, by saying I am, he was taking on the title of God, of the divine. And for them, that was blasphemous and that it was worthy of stoning as declared in John 8, 59. But for you and I today, we know that Jesus is the great I am. Amen. So the seven statements of I am that Jesus declares in the Gospel of John are as follows. And you can look at these at home and you can discover for each of those more in your life. But today I really want to focus on the third statement. But here they are, the seven. Jesus declares in John 6, 35, that I am the bread of life. In John 8, 12 and 9, verse 5, Jesus declares that I am the light of the world. In John 10, verse 7 and 9, we read that Jesus declares, I am the door, or I am the gate. In John verse 10, chapter 10, verses 11 and 14, Jesus declares, I am the good shepherd. In John eleven twenty five, 25, Jesus declares, I am the resurrection and the life. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus declares that I am the way, the truth and the life. And in John 15, verse 1, Jesus declares, I am the vine. Jesus is the great I am. He is our God. So in verse 9 of John, we read that Jesus declared, I am the gate. Now, other versions, as I said just before, sometimes say door, but a gate and the doors, they all do the same thing. They have the same purpose. It's that one point of entry or exit, unless you have a back door, but most doors, it's that one point of entry or exit. It's to be let in or to let out. It's to, um, it's that precise beginning or a precise ending. All homes have doors, unless you're Rapunzel, which you're in a tower with no doors and just a window. So hopefully the fact that you're here today, you walked through a door or a garage door. (laughs) At my home, I have a front door and I let people um, just sit out on the driveway and we have dinner outside and chill on the grass. No, (laughs) I let them in the front door. I'm like, come on in. Welcome to my home. They come in through my door. If you want to have a picnic on the front yard, that's fine with me. (laughs) Jesus, in declaring that he is the door or he is the gate, he is that entry point to enter into the people of God. He is the one that we can have relationship with the Father. Jesus is the beginning of our Christian life, of salvation in Jesus Jesus is the beginning of every day. Jesus is the beginning of 2021. Jesus is the gate in which we enter through. Amen. So Jesus declared that I am the gate. He also declares salvation for all those who enter. So verse 9, Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved Now, when you are alone or isolated, you are more accessible to the forces of nature. And in some cases, siblings or cousins. 
So during this Christmas uh, season, we, I had the opportunity to spend time with my family and I know a lot of people were able to do that. And I'm not sure if there were any injuries out there, but I'd love to hear amazing stories of cousins. Um, but my Christmas was the little kids and the big kids alike. We're running around, we're having fun. Um, And when we were inside, we had like a little playpen for the babies so they could be um, rest and be secure without the big kids hurting them. But when we were outside, it was a little different matter. Now, my brother-in-law, Ben, received a badminton or slash volleyball net for Christmas. And so we put up the volleyball net outside and the big kids are playing. And um, the little kids, they were either on the trampoline or the swing set. My little niece, um, I... Shiloh, who just turned one, is learning to walk. And so she's outside on the grass crawling and then she's trying to hold on to things and stand up. Um, Unbeknownst to a lot of people, except her mother, who was very observant, uh, we're just hitting the ball and bashing it around and uh, very often it might have headed towards her. But Beck, being an awesome mum, diverted the ball and put her hand in front and saved her. Um, I was pushing Judah on the swings and the ball nearly hit him and I'm like, bam, in front of him. Um, So it's, sorry, it was just funny. The kids, they're so cute, right? And I I don't know if you've ever been hit in the face and you're like, daddy, why didn't you save me? Um, But we did our best that um, Shiloh and Judah knew um, inherently that they didn't have to worry if the ball was going to hit them, that they trusted the adults around them to protect them, to lay down their lives and reach out so that they wouldn't be hit, that they would be saved by Arnie Shell. <laughs> they could enjoy and just be and have fun and learn and grow. Um, and it's the same way when we choose to enter through Christ, He saves us. Robert Gundry notes that when Jesus claims to be the door or that gate for the sheep, he changes the shepherd metaphor when he says, I am the shepherd, um, just slightly in accordance with the necessity that shepherds themselves would actually lay down their life, so to speak, um, in front of the gateway at nighttime if they couldn't find a porter. So they would lay down their life and the exposure um, of a shepherd to the dangers um, sort of develops into the relationship or the reference of Jesus, how he laid down his life for his sheep. But then the emphasis is then on his authority, not just to lay down his life for us so that we might be saved, but also to pick it back up again. His death and resurrection won't just happen, wasn't just going to happen to Jesus. As God incarnate in obedience with his Father, he made it happen. See, church, the battle is God's. The battle is not ours. It is the Lord's. And just like the adults laid down their lives for the children that they wouldn't be hit by the volleyball, or a shepherd laying down his life to the elements of the wild to protect his sheep, Jesus chose to lay down his life so that we could be saved from sin. We are all in need of saving. As Romans 3, 23 to 24 in the message version says, Since we've compiled this long and sorry record as sinners, both us and them, and proved that we are utterly incapable of living this glorious life God wills for us, God did it for us. 
out of the sheer generosity, He puts us in right standing with Himself. It's a pure gift. He got us out of the mess that we were in and He restored us to be where He always meant us to be. And He did it by the means of Jesus Christ. What a gift, salvation. Jesus declared, I am the gate. Jesus declares salvation for all who enter. Jesus declares life for those who dwell. Verse 9 says, Jesus declares, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and out and find pasture. As the Passage Translation declares that Jesus declares, I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom and satisfaction. When we enter through Christ, we find a contented and secure rest in our everyday life. We also find pasture. Now, when I think of the word pasture, I think of that westernised view of a lush green meadow which is very much unlike my yard at this point in time. The saying that the grass is always greener on the other side has never been truer for me. Um, We have a dirt yard, pretty much. Uh, At the end of the year, we got so busy. Not only did that dump room not, you couldn't see the carpet. Well, my yard became a dirt pile. Um, We didn't water it, which means we didn't have to mow because there was nothing to mow. And then our two dogs would run in the backyard because that's, you know, their play area and dig holes and all joyous things. Um, And to top it off, our neighbours have the greenest, nicest, lushest yard you have ever seen. He waters it all the time and he mows it and he even has one of those... I think it's a cylinder mower. I had to Google it. I'm like, that green mower that has the arch over the top and it takes him like a long time and it apparently cuts it a lot nicer. If you know about mowing, I don't, but I am learning. Um, And I would love to just relax in contented rest on his yard, in his grass, but I wouldn't because I'd be trespassing. Um, But I'm so thankful for the rain that God has provided because I now have green A green yard, it might not necessarily be grass, but it is green. Um, Where there was dirt, some green grass has arisen um, and there's still a bit of dirt, but I've never seen it so green. It's beautiful. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But it's the same with Jesus giving us life, a fullness of life. It can be in the dry season that He gives us that fullness of life. It can be in the um, in the when we have a plentiful life that God gives us that abundance of life. So when He says that we can come in and go out and find pasture, it's that nourishment for our souls. Jesus is that nourishment. He is the Word of God. It's refreshing. He is the supplier of all of our needs. And we don't have to fear for the future. As John 10, 10 declares, a thief only has one thing in mind. He wants to steal, to slaughter and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we can give us everything in abundance, more than we expect, life in its fullness. 
until we overflow. Jesus comes not to pile burdens onto us, but to relieve and carry them. Jesus comes not to scatter His sheep or His people, but He comes to gather them and bring them together. And I love the fact in 2020, we were able to bring church together through online, that it wasn't a period of scattering, it was a period of coming together through a different means. Jesus has come not to devour, but He's come to defend, to lay His life out on the line. Jesus comes to seek out, to rescue and to heal every single one of us. He's come to feed our weary souls. He does this because He loves you and I. And we can tell that He loves us. He's proven His love and accomplished it by giving up His life for His sheep so that we could have life in turn. As the gate, Jesus is the only way to salvation, which is an amazing gift. And we can experience a fullness of life. I'd love to say that again. As the gate, Jesus is the only way to salvation, which is an amazing free gift. And we can experience a fullness of life. This morning, there may be some here, some of you here or even online, who've never made a decision to follow Jesus, to have a relationship with Him, to have entered through that door or that gate. And I want you to know that you are loved so much that God is there with you and you are not alone. John 3, 16 and 17 says, This is how much God loved the world, you and I. He gave His Son, His one and only Son, and this is why. Why? So that no one be destroyed by believing in Him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go into the trouble of sending His Son merely to point that accusing finger. No, He came to tell the world. He came to help and to put it back together. Nothing we can do can ever earn this amazing gift. As Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says that, for it was only through this wonderful grace that we believed in Him. Nothing we did could ever earn that salvation because it was a gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one would be able to boast for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. So we'd have to strive like the babies who were trying to walk and enjoy life. They had no fear of what was around. They could be and grow because they knew they were protected. We don't have to strive for salvation. We can enter through and receive that and have a fullness of life. So what do we do? We take that step and we believe for what God has done for us. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness 
and for and with no mouth with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We believe in our hearts and confess, Jesus, you are Lord. And if you say yes today, that you would like to start afresh with Him, whether it's your first beginning or maybe it's a new beginning, a welcome back, or just, you know what, a 2021 fresh declaration that Jesus, you are Lord over my 2021. I would love to pray for every single one of you this morning. So let's pray, church. Jesus, I thank You that You declared that You are the gate, that You are the entry point of salvation, that we have no fear for the future, that You have come to give us life into the fullness. Lord, we choose You. We say yes. We thank You, Jesus, that You died on the cross, You laid down Your life and that You rose again so that we might be saved. We choose life. We choose You and we say yes to Jesus. Amen. Amen. And do you know what? When we say yes to Jesus, when we choose to follow Him, a new life begins. 2 Corinthians 5.17 declares, This means anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, 2020 is gone, and a new life has begun. Church, Our new life is beginning today in Jesus. Jesus came that we might have life to the fullest. For many, um, 2021 was a year that the thief stole security. He killed dreams and he destroyed confidence. But today, Jesus declares life in its fullness. Today is the first Sunday of 2021. We do not have to be scared for our future because our faith is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.